Radio, its owners and associates take no responsibility for the opinions or statements made by the talk show host or their guests. Statements or show topics are not necessarily the beliefs of this site or the radio station and opinions between talk show hosts may conflict. This site does not endorse anything as the truth. That you will have to judge for yourself, but we try to speak the truth on the owner's behalf and reserve the right to question the supposed truth. It is sometimes hard to get the truth, but we must try. It is not our intention to libel, discriminate, make hate, or annoy anyone. This site takes no responsibility for the opinions of others in the postings of comments in chat rooms or forum posts. WNJH Radio presents Voice of Freedom, a weekly political call-in show heard every Thursday at 7 p.m. Voice of Freedom will cover national, state, and local politics. Now here's your host, Dr. Otto Hernandez. Good evening, everyone. Otto Hernandez, your host, as the announcement just said. Each and every week, the Voice of Freedom radio program comes live to you from the blueberry capital of the world, where we talk some politics. Occasionally, we'll talk entertainment, sports, you know, wherever the conversation leads us on any given night. But primarily, we talk politics. So we got lots to talk about tonight, I think, uh, some recent current events that you might find interesting. Uh, lots going on as we speak. Every time you put the TV on, there's developments. So I was very happy to see that uh, a lot of chumps came out, as Biden called Trump voters. So a lot of us chumps went out and voted for the Trumpster. Significant, right? Record-breaking amount of votes for Trump. Greatest votes ever gotten by a Republican in the history of the U.S. So that in and of itself is quite significant. And we'll talk about other things that uh, the Trumpster actually has accomplished in his four years. Not as a way of post-mortem because he's still alive. All right? And where there's hope, there's life. So we'll see what happens. But... Uh, as we'll talk about in a few minutes, it's not looking particularly good at this time, all right? I am not pessimistic. I'm not ready to start throwing dirt in the hole or anything like that. But uh, we'll see how it goes. Again, Voice of Freedom radio program, and I want to hear your calls tonight, all right? We do have a guest tonight, Councilman Joe Girallo, local councilman, made a big announcement this week about his future political career. So we'll be talking to him about that, as well as other political events. I want to get his take on Atlantic County politics. Republicans didn't fare particularly well in Atlantic County this term, this election. So I want to get uh, Joe's take on that. He's got a pretty good finger on the pulse of Atlantic County politics. And Joe will be joining us on or about 8 o'clock. Uh, and in the meantime, we'll be taking calls. So let me start out by giving our number, 609-593-9654, 609-593-9654, 609-593-WNJH. And again, lots to talk about tonight, and I want to keep it positive. I don't want a lot of doom and gloom. I've been talking people off ledges the last three days, all right? And I don't want that. I do not want to hear doom and gloom. If indeed the Trumpster does lose this election, there's still a ton of things to celebrate and talk about as positives moving forward. So I do not want to hear any, any doom and gloom tonight, people. 
I'm certainly not going in that direction. Most of you that know me know I'm always positive, and I'm always looking at the glasses half full. And that's where I intend to be tonight. All right. Uh, we're going to go to the phones. I believe we have our first caller of the evening, and uh, we're going to go live. You are on the air. Otto, Dan from Winona. Dan from Winona. Dan, I got lots. I got lots to ask you tonight. I'm sure you do. All right, you I got lots to. You, you else. are as, as you know, as I, and I tout you every week. I tout you. You are the financial guru of the Voice of Freedom radio program. But I'm going to question your guruism tonight. Okay. I that. I'm going to question your guruism. I'm going to see how quick you are on your feet. All right. Because <laughs> you've been telling me for months that the market doesn't like uncertainty. Right? Yet the market's done remarkably well for the last three days amidst all this uncertainty that we're dealing with. Explain that to me. Well, the only, the only explanation is uh, I've also said the market likes, would like a split Congress. And the fact that up until now, and we'll see what happens, it, it, it's appeared that the Republicans are going to hold the Senate. Yes, so they are. Even if Biden... Even if Biden does win, mm -hmm. uh, the Republicans hold the Senate with the likelihood of Biden being able to pass all all his uh, onerous tax increases is probably low. Non-existent. So I, Won't happen. Now, having said that, I think the Green New Deal, George, dead. Tax increases, right. dead. Now, Won't, none of that will happen. Races, the two Georgia Senate races are going to runoffs, it appears. Mm-hmm. So it's still not a lock that the Republicans hold the Senate, right? I mean, I, I'm asking. I don't know that. I believe as of, as of right now, they're up a seat. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, and they're, they're going to run off because neither candidate's gotten 50 percent. And I guess the, and I guess that's the way that that's the way that that's the, the you know, election law in Georgia, I suppose. So. You're right in that I've I've said that the market does not like uncertainty, but the, mm -hmm. I've also said the market likes would like a split Congress, and that's more important than the presidency. Mm -hmm. And, and if, as right now, it looks like the Republicans can hold the Senate, so the market does like that because uh, it means that probably not a whole lot's going to get done, and therefore uh, <laughs> the status quo is uh, is good. I suppose. Okay. All right, so that's, we'll that's see. fair. So we'll, we'll see what happens. I knew you'd be. I knew off. you'd be quick on your feet. You know, even if even if it's BS, you're still going to be quick on your feet. But uh, <laughs> I'm going to give you a lot of credit. You had a ready answer there. So that's that's what's going on, you know. And we'll see if uh, uh, what happens with that runoff. I don't think. Therefore, I don't think the outcome of. You know what Trump is doing with the with the potential lawsuits and mm -hmm. and litigation. I I don't know that that in and of itself is going to have a lot of effect on the market. I, I, I well, it's contend. it's probably not going to have any effect on the outcome either. I mean, it's it's well, something he's yeah. going to need to do, and he has to do it to, among other things, out of respect for all the people that vote that voted for him, he needs to take it to the limit and make sure that their their votes are respected and honored. Um, I think he owes it to the people that voted for him to do as much legislation as is absolutely possible within the uh, within the legal framework of uh, of each state's election law. So, 
you know, I'll, I'll have more to I'll have more to say that uh, about that as the program goes on. But uh, well, right before uh, right before you went on the air, Trump was speaking, mm-hmm. and uh, and and the place where I'm at right now, not by my own choice, uh, had CNBC on. So halfway through Trump's speech. Shepard Smith came on and, and literally cut the president off. They took him off the air. Shepard <laughs> Smith came on and said, "Everything he's saying is a lie." <laughs> well, Shepard so, Shepard Smith is a is a tad biased. Oh yeah. If you my, if my, you've my, seen his act over the years, you know that Shepard Smith is a big windbag. Yeah, but he, I think he his ratings. Dead. I think his ratings are down to like three, and and it might have been the three people that you were there with that were watching him. The, the they were yeah. probably. Well, I mean, he his ratings. You know, at least when he was on Fox, he had the the Fox brand, but uh, he didn't have a lot of credibility. But who cares what he says? He's a windbag. I I don't pay any attention to Shepard Smith. Shepard so, Shepard Smith Shepard Smith was also saying that Biden was going to blow Trump out by sixteen points. So, so much for Shepard Smith's political savvy. So, I'm into the, and you're right, the market's been remarkable the last couple of days. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I do think as some of this uncertainty unfolds, the market will pull back a bit. Mm-hmm. But generally speaking, um, I think, uh, you know, the market's going to like the Republicans holding the Senate. And, and like I, I said last week, I think next year, is probably going to be a good year, regardless of uh, regardless of what happened mm-hmm. with the elections. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, therefore, I'm looking at probably a pullback here at some point, but not not a serious pullback. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, uh, you know, we'll just wait and see what happens. But but I think generally speaking, I'm positive about the market, especially going into next year. If this uh, if this uh, if this litigation continues to linger through November and December. Uh... You think what what impact do you think that'll have on on the I, I investors investors why, confidence? Yeah, I can't imagine why it would have any. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, and, you know the market the market's up on on this news, uh, and and like you said, these last couple of days, it's not news to anybody that he's, uh, you know, contesting the results. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, and the market has been up, and like I said, I think more much more important is the Senate outcome now. If if somehow these runoffs don't go the Republicans' way and somehow they lose control of the Senate, because now they need to have they need to have fifty one, I guess. Because right. fifty fifty means uh, means they lose. Yeah, fifty fifty means uh, headboard Harris gets the uh, the deciding vote. She'll actually so, have something uh, to do. So yeah, so I, we're not out of the woods yet. So if indeed if possible, indeed Biden wins, let me let me qualify that. Yeah. So if that. If that comes to fruition, and and Biden holds on, and somehow the, the Republicans don't get to fifty-one, then I think the market reacts. Because mm-hmm. then, uh, you know, all these all these bad things that we've been fearing uh, can happen. Yeah, no, I think the Senate is a certainty. Um, I mean, even even the left even the left is saying that the that they didn't get the Senate and lamenting that. So I don't think the Senate is in jeopardy at this point. Well, and that and that would be, and the market is certainly. Yeah, I mean, if that. if what you're saying is 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 accurate and and reflective of that, then I would say the market feels the same way that there is a tremendous certainty to a split government. Yeah. And I and I think a split government is not a terrible thing. Um, 
again, you know, on the program over the last few weeks, we talked about the possibility of losing the White House versus the possibility of losing the Senate, and, and I reluctantly said multiple times that I would rather lose the White House than the Senate. I think there's more damage that can be done by the legislative body than there is by the executive body. Agreed. So, you know, Biden or whoever is making the decisions, should Biden win, uh, I doubt it'll be Biden. Biden can't decide, you know, whether to put his, his underwear on before he puts his pants on or after. But somebody will be making the decisions for him, um, and whoever that is, those decisions will be significantly sim- significantly mitigated by a, by a, sen- a Republican Senate. It'll also be interesting, um, you know, his, his cabinet appointees, because, mm-hmm. uh, again, the market, I think, feared at one point uh, the rumor that he would appoint Elizabeth Warren uh, as Treasury Secretary <laughs> and, yeah. or Bernie Sanders. And, and obviously... Uh, if they're if the Senate's at fifty fifty, uh, not gonna he's not gonna take a senator out of the mix uh, by appointing them to a cabinet member. So, you know, I think the market likes that. Certainly, you know, she's she's probably not gonna be involved. Sanders probably won't be involved. Well, they'll probably be involved in some way. They they may not be involved as part of the cabinet, as you say, though. No, well, I mean, but you know, as was the rumor, Treasury Secretary, you know. Labor secretary, those, those would not be good, and, mm-hmm. I, and I think the market wouldn't love that. But, uh, but you know, we'll, we'll see we'll what see. happens. We'll see what happens, Dan. Lots of good stuff tonight from you, as always. Appreciate your call. I don't. I'm here for you. Yes, you are, as always. All right, my friend. Good night, Rick. Have a good night. You do the same, Danny. You do. All right. All right. Well, here we are, okay? I mean, uh, they're still counting votes, okay? Still counting votes by hand. Still fighting to see whether the observers can be six feet away because of COVID or whether the observers have to be 20 feet away because they don't want to be able to have the observers see what's going on. Um, it is, it is, uh, remarkable. We have, we have descended into banana Republic territory here. As I put on Facebook earlier today, the, the U S of a, the greatest country in the world, the most developed advanced country in the world, especially technologically. Um, and we're counting votes by hand and we need to have observers, you know, like they do in the middle East to make sure there's no fraud and to make sure people don't get shot for voting for the wrong person. Uh, this is where we are now. We're counting votes by hand. God knows what's going on with these hand counts. Every time, you know, Trump right now has big leads in Georgia, North Carolina, and Pennsylvania, and as the count goes on, um, his lead continues to diminish. Every time I turn the TV on, he was up in Pennsylvania by about 400,000 couple of days ago now it now the lead is like 60,000 or something ridiculous so they keep finding votes in boxes and wherever uh and the votes and keep counting votes and doesn't look good for the trumpster uh he needs to run the table four states are still up in the air just to just to update you vegas uh or nevada rather um 
Georgia, North Carolina, and Pennsylvania. And uh, he is up in Georgia, North Carolina, and Pennsylvania by a good amount. And, uh, you know, what they keep telling us is that the votes that are still being counted are votes that are coming from urban areas. And uh, those urban areas are going for Biden by some ridiculous percentage, 80%, 90% or something like that. Uh, the, the, you know, as we, as we talked about it last week and the week before, the biggest shenanigans that's taking place is taking place in Pennsylvania. I think Pennsylvania has topped them all. But this is exactly what the Democrats wanted, folks. We know that. They wanted chaos, changing election laws on the fly, using COVID as the, as the rationale for this, you know, significant amount of mail-in vote, minimizing the value of voting in person. This is all by design. There is no doubt in my mind that they, they, the scenario that is taking place right now is exactly, exactly the scenario they planned. Again, voting by hand, um, um, or voting by hand, voting by mail, um, and, and, you know, we already know that voting by mail is ripe for fraud. I was, <laughs> I was running at errands this morning, and I went in our post office, and I'm talking to one of the people at the counter. And uh, she was telling me that one of the girls that works at the uh, post office actually got three ballots because she's, uh, she's now single, but she was married twice before. And she got three ballots, each one with a different last name, but it's the same person. <laughs> I mean, the, the, it's a joke. It, they, they have basically turned this election into a joke. Uh, the, the integrity, uh, there is no integrity to this process anymore. And I, I firmly believe Americans will lose faith in this process um, based on what's happened. So, um, all right, let's, have, uh, let's go to our phones. We have another caller, and you are live on the air, Voice of Freedom. Hey, what's going on there? I uh, just, I uh, know you want uh, upbeat calls. Your name and where you're calling from. Oh. Uh, Sal calling from Brigantine. Okay. So what's on your mind, uh, Sal? So I, I've, uh, I was actually a, a lifelong um, Republican or um, Democrat. Um, and then in 2016, Trump changed my mind. Um, he was the first Republican president I actually ever voted for. Um, I've been voting Democrat since Jimmy Carter, actually. Um, voted for Obama twice, but, you know, I just got tired of the bullshit. Um, okay. I saw... I saw so, uh, you know, some of the things that Trump was doing, he was just a breath of fresh air to, to somebody like me who was kind of just just going through the motions of, of voting blue all the way down the ticket. And I, I, I saw how little they did for me uh, as an American. And I'm, I'm getting a little emotional here because they're trying to fucking steal this thing, man. All right. I, I appreciate You know what? Calm, calm yourself down. I appreciate your call tonight. I appreciate your call. Bye, Felicia. Anyway, as we were saying, the young man apparently got a little overwhelmed with himself, more than likely overwhelmed over the fact that he got to talk on the air in a big-time radio program such as The Voice of Freedom. For some, that is a big accomplishment. <laughs> uh Facebook Live, one of my great Facebook Live friends, Marianne Boyce, listening from Florida, 
talking about Florida going red, and we know that. Florida came through big time. Our, my people in South Florida, the Cuban-American community, went for Trump big time, as we always do. And uh, we have a lot to be thankful for about the state of Florida. I have family there. Some of them might even be listening tonight. But, yes, Florida was huge for the Trumpster. Had to be. There's no way he would be even in the, in the conversation if Florida hadn't come through for him. All right, let's go back to the phones. You are live on the air, Voice of Freedom radio program. Hello, this is Rita from Pennsylvania. Rita from um, Pennsylvania. How are you tonight, Rita? I'm great. I'm good. Great. How good. are you? I'm doing okay. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm staying positive, staying upbeat, not ready to throw in the white flag just yet. How about you? How do you feel? Well, you know what? Um, you know, basically I stayed up, you know, late into the night, you know, watching the election. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, you know, it looked good for a while, but, you know, uh, you know, I eventually went to bed uh, disappointed and upset. Mm-hmm. And, after, you know, being in Pennsylvania and being, uh, I live in Bucks County, and I've, you know, um, when we went to vote, huge lines, huge, huge lines, never seen mm-hmm. anything like it before. Um, and um, I still, I still believe in our country. I still believe in it freedom of course and the power of you know of the american people and in their voice um and regardless of the outcome regardless of the outcome if if nothing else it should remind people how important each and every vote is mm-hmm. regardless of how regardless of um well the closeness of the closeness of some of these you know, with, of what's happening in some of these states should tell people how important each and every vote is. A lot of these elections are very, very close. Absolutely. Yeah. But, you know, I also, I also want to remind people that, you know, that they should go out, go out and vote um, every chance they have. Primaries, you know, you know just, not just at the general election. It makes a difference. Uh, you know, every time they vote, it makes a difference. Mm-hmm. And I, I, so it affects, you know, it has an effect. Mm-hmm. It does have an effect. And, um, you know, regardless, and again, um, you know, regardless of whatever happens, um, I think what Trump did and the impact of, um, you know, his presidency mm-hmm. uh, will have a lasting effect. You on better the believe it. On the people. You better believe it. A lot of positive, a lot of positive to talk about. And I have, I have a lot of things that I want to talk about tonight in regards to Trump's impact and how positive his impact has been. So I'm glad you mentioned it, Rita. 100%. 100%. So we are, you know, I, I still have hope. And, yeah. And uh, I haven't given up. And, uh, you know, today we have protesters um, in, in Center City, Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Of course. Who are speaking out for Count Trump. every vote. Count every vote. That's what they, that's what they want to do. Legal. They, they no, 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 no. No, this is the Republican um, 
protesters. Oh, the Republican ones. Well, the Republicans Republicans. won won every legal vote counted. Exactly. The Biden the Biden protesters just won every vote counted, whether it's legal or not. The fact that it's legal or illegal is not really all that important to them. (laughs) They just want they just want them to count. Yeah, dead people. You know, but multiple voter people. uh, You name it. Rita, thank you for your call, and I truly always appreciate your call. You're always very sincere and offer a lot of good stuff to the program. Stay positive. Thank you for being here. Absolutely. Thank you for being here, and keep on doing what you're doing. Thank you. Lots of positivity, folks, okay? And again, this is why I want to keep the program positive. And And as I was, you know, making notes and preparing and going over the things for the show tonight in light of all that's going on with the recounts and things like that think about all the things that that this election and i'm not just going to talk about trump's accomplishments over four years because he's not done yet okay even if he doesn't win the election he's still the president until january 1st so his term is not even close to finished yet so i'm going to talk about his accomplishments as a president i'm just going to talk about the positivity of what took place this election Lots of stuff to talk about in that regard. Uh, he, he had a, among other things, okay, they, you know, the, the leftists that continue to call Trump a racist, okay, and they're, they're, eating, they're eating their own garbage in that regard because Trump had the highest turnout of any Republican presidential candidate by African Americans, by Hispanics. So if, if the nonsense that they keep selling about Trump being a racist is true and it and it was and it was resonating with with the so-called minority groups uh he wouldn't be getting that type of turnout the 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 turnout by minorities for the president is not just a a a one-time thing and this is where the republican party really needs to get it and i'm not sure they do by the way because our republican party over the over the united states is weak remarkably weak in this regard but they need to capitalize on this um the the republican party has has not done a very good job over the years of courting the minority vote and by minority vote i mean african-american and hispanic primarily trump made a a dedicated singular effort to go after that minority vote and he did so very strongly. He didn't just do it with lip service like the Democrats have been doing for 50 years. He did it by actual events, actions, and, and, and they were things that, that were visible to people, tangible results, tangible results. And that's why he was able to get that vote. And that's a vote that the Republican Party needs moving forward. Hispanics are 17% of the population right now and probably growing. And if you don't incorporate a significant amount of the Hispanic vote into your, into your national elections, you will not be winning national elections. Future Republicans that want to run for president need to court and get the Hispanic vote. They need it. And if they don't get it, they won't win. So what the, what the Trumpster did here, among other things, is, you know, get this vote. And get, and get people to see that, hey, these people will vote Republican if you give them the right candidate and if you give them the right level of attention, okay? Lots to talk about in that regard. We have lots of things in regards to the Trump ter- that I want to talk about that were positive impacts of this election, and that's, 
That's the first one I wanted to talk about. And that is the, the recruitment and positive turnout of minorities that the Republican Party needs to capitalize on in the future. Let's go to the phones. We have a caller. You're live on the air. Hello? Dr. Hernandez. Yes. Who's speaking? Hello? Uh, sorry, hold on. Let me fix my volume. My hearing's not so great. Okay. Bye, Felicia. Can you hear me? All right. As we were saying, uh, let's see. We were talking about we we're talking about positive impacts of the president by the president for this election. All right. The blue wave that we heard about for the last three or four months. Okay. Let's start with that. Um, the impact that Trump had on the down ballot races. Again, the 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 expectation we we kept hearing about Mitch McConnell. Lindsey Graham, Susan Collins, all these senators that are renowned senators that have been in office for years would lose, get dethroned by Democrats. And millions and millions of dollars were poured by the left into the elections in some of these, um, in some of these states to get Lindsey Graham and McConnell and Susan Collins out of there. None of that happened. The whole blue wave nonsense was a big fraud. We know that. We knew that going in. Um, so... You know, it's 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 it was a ridiculous joke. Uh, we actually picked up seats in the House of Representatives. And as far as I'm concerned, the House of Representatives is in play in two years. Um, I would never give up on saying the House of Representatives is never going to be won again by the, by the Republicans. We had the House of Representatives in the first two years of Trump's uh, of Trump's presidency. The House of Representatives is certainly on the back on the burner again. And we did pick up seats this time around. And the expectation was that we were going to lose seats in the House as well, according to what the pundits on the left were saying. So overall, we did very well in the House of Representatives, in the Senate. And uh, from what the reports are coming out in state assemblies across the U.S., Republicans also did very well. And again, this is, a, this is also part of the Trump effect. Part of the Trump effect. Um, again, the down-ballot the down-ballot effect of, of how well Trump did for the Republican Party. All right, we have a caller. You're live on the air. Oh, hi, uh, Dr. Otto. It's Mike from Hamilton. Mike from Hamilton. How are you tonight, my friend? Oh, well, the, the, uh, the campaign is still on. I, I, I wanted to call you to give you some facts. Okay. Facts. I want to talk facts, not about the market and things that are going to happen. All right. I could give you. Give me I the facts. Some, just give me the facts. As, as I guess you're uh, a fan of Dragnet. You just the facts. Yes. Okay. Here are here are the facts. <laughs> here are the facts in Atlantic County. Uh huh. Atlantic County. We live in Atlantic County. As yes, we, we do. Speak, yes, we do. What happened in Atlantic County, by the way, Mike? Tell me. Here's what happened so far. One hundred and fifteen thousand votes have been counted in Atlantic County. Do you want to take a guess how many ballots still remain to be counted in Atlantic County that are sealed and unopened? Um, I'm hearing somewhere that, that somewhere around 80% of the vote has been counted. Is that accurate? Well, I, I want you to guess a number. 
Um, How many ballots do you think? Have I don't have. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have an inkling as to a, as to a raw number. I could just give you a percentage of the whole, and I'm thinking right, the percentage we, of the whole would be somewhere around ten or fifteen percent. Well, you're you're pretty good because the ballot numbers. Anybody who ran for office, mm-hmm. there are still thirty thousand ballots in Atlantic County that have not been processed. Okay. So, it, now, we live in Hamilton. There might be four or 5,000 voters. I'm not really sure. You you probably know the numbers better than me in Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Now, extrapolate that to Atlantic County. Could you imagine calling a race with 20% of the ballots still being touched by political operatives? Mm-hmm. And now we live in New Jersey, and everybody, you know, these prognosticators, this is what's going on behind the scenes. The American people need to educate themselves. Governor Murphy put all these rules in, and the Democrat governors, all these crazy processes. Votes are still going to be accepted all the way the next Wednesday, you know, with postmarks and stupid stuff they have to be so postmarked the, they have to be postmarked by november 3rd though co- well correct i mean they could but be floating cold. they could be floating out in in postal service limbo for all we know right correct so this process this is the process that these democrat governors have given us mm-hmm. now some thinking man would say what a crazy inaccurate process it's so <laughs> ripe for fraud so when we see our well, many many thinking men said that actually, including me and correct. and including you for that matter. Correct, and our president has said it. Mm-hmm. Multiple. But he's still saying it. He was he was saying it right before we went on the air. <laughs> these are the corrupt, entrenched people that it's people that work for a living versus people that think voting for a living is 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 what's going on, you know. Community organizing is nice if it takes a month, a day. Community organizing is not supposed to be a full-time paid position to keep swamp politicians in office. But this is what's going on. So I'm just trying to give you a handle on the nonsense of the sausage being made. Mm-hmm. So people calling races, and and I'm, there's three senators. I think there's I think eight Congress people are going to win. The last time there was eight congressional seats in California where the Republicans were winning. A week later, they're still winning. Everybody went back to work, forgot about it. They kept counting ballots, counting, counting. You know how many came through? Zero. Every close race went to the Democrats. So this is what's going on across the country now. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm just trying to – I'm really only calling to voice, you know – information right because because i got mike mike we we knew this mike we knew this this is this this was all by design what what's happening now what's happening now was predictable yes they were changing they were changing election law on the fly not in the courts yes um and and, i'm just trying i'm trying to i'm trying to get the math in people's heads mm because we got our good friend Jim Kershaw. He's up 4,500 votes. Yes, he is. Now, you would say, great, Jimmy's in. But I say, let's see, let's see. They're going to just start counting votes and counting votes. Now, Jeff Van Drew's up 10,000. Mm-hmm. 
you know, I, the, the whole process stinks. If you don't have, you know, who needs 30 days to vote? Right. A suppressed vote? It's all bullshit. Everybody knows it. Americans know it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it's frustrating. And I hear people, you know, people get angry. Then you got, you got the charlatans calling in and, and you know, making fun. But it's just aggravating to me. And then I, when I hear all those pundits, they drive me nuts. They drive me nuts. You know, <laughs> how do you know what senator won? Can you imagine the processes in New Jersey if it's going on in Georgia, Pennsylvania? Right. They're all sitting in that big convention center, ballots to the ceiling. Are they open? Do they count? It's so ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Well, we have. We don't have a computer counting the votes. We it's have stupid. become. We have gone back in time. We have become a, a banana republic. All because the American people elected Donald Trump, mm-hmm. and they don't like it because Donald Trump is like Rodney Dangerfield in that movie where he busted into the to the country club and he didn't have the right <laughs> shirt on. You know, Americans aren't dumb. But. All right, that's all. Thanks a very, a very show. funny movie, by the way. I'm glad you mentioned it because it's a very funny movie. I'm still trying to watch the ballots being counted in Atlantic County, so I'll, I'll let you go. That's why I wasn't. Well, hopefully, time. hopefully, Michael, by the time we go on the air next week, they will be counted. But if they're yeah. not, if they're not, do me a favor and call me and let me know where we are. <laughs> no, I will. I can only imagine. You know, people that run for council and they're only winning by 100 or 50 votes, you know, who knows what's coming out of it? They could care less about the down-ballot people. They don't care. Yeah. No, it's, right. a, it's a shame. They have they have made a mockery of the system. And uh, yes. I sincerely yes. doubt, I sincerely doubt that Americans will ever look at the voting process the same again, ever. Well, uh, no, we got to demand it. We're Americans. We could demand it because I love what you say when... Uh, that creepy wolf from Pennsylvania says, I want every vote counted. Not every legal vote. Right. He doesn't say that. No, he every, doesn't. Every <laughs> manipulated, fake, stupid vote. Yep. He is a creepy pervert. I hate that guy. Oh, he, right, he's run. bad news. He, he, makes Murphy, he makes Murphy look palatable. Yeah, they look like cousins. <laughs> uh, the quiet, creepy cousin and the other, a pedophile and another, you know, clowns. All right, I'll see you. All right, Mike. Mike, you thank you for your call. Mike was a little emotional. I think Mike is a, is is a little bit wrapped up in this election, uh, as as are many of us. As are many of us. All right, let's take. We're gonna at this point. Let's take a break, so that everybody can kind of catch their breath. All right, including including my producer Rick uh, and including our callers. So we're going to take a little break, and we'll come right back. Let me give out the numbers before we do that. 609-593-9654. 609-593-9654, and we'll be right back. This is Mario Andretti. You know me as a race car driver, but I'm also a Meals on Wheels volunteer. I've raced against the sport's biggest personalities, but I've never met more vibrant, amazing people than the seniors served by Meals on Wheels. You can make a difference by dropping off a hot meal and saying a quick hello. So, America, let's do lunch. Volunteer your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals and Wheels America and the Ad Council. People been saying to your friend, get a different face. And posting on their feed, they're super ugly. The things they say to them online are cruel and they're not true. So tell your friend, I'll stand up for you. 
someone being bullied online, you can be a witness and make a difference by letting the world know it isn't cool and by letting your friend know you care. Learn more at eyewitnessbullying.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. The Hamilton Gazette has the best coverage of local government, schools, civic life, entertainment, religion, as well as sports. It's a locally owned newspaper with many staff members and advertisers from Hamilton and South Jersey. Read the paper Hamiltonians look forward to each week. The Hamilton Gazette. Visit us at www.hamiltongazette.com. Follow the Hamilton Gazette on Twitter at H-A-M-M Gazette. Now back to Voice of Freedom with your host, Dr. Otto Hernandez. We are back. Everybody got to take a collective breath. Exhale a little bit. Um, Michael was fired up about this process. I think, I think the Trumpster is doing the right thing by threatening legal action. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I, I am extremely disappointed again as I am periodically at the weakness that some of our elected Republicans continue to show. Particularly this week, Marco Rubio, who's always been a favorite of mine, and Chris Christie, telling Trump to back off a little bit in his comments and not necessarily, you know, continue to file legal challenges, but to, you know, kind of lose gracefully, whatever the hell that's supposed to mean, when you get things stolen from you. I don't know how graceful you can lose if people are picking your pocket. Um, so they need to they need to put a put a sock in it. Um, I don't know if they're positioning themselves for 2024. That could be they're doing some posturing there. And I don't recall any of them telling the Democrats not to not to get involved with legal action when they were changing the election law on the fly. Uh, all these all these you know, highly ethical Republicans had their mouths shut when the Democrats in the months before the election were changing election laws on the fly. They were fine with that. But God forbid the Trumpster decides he's going to challenge and take things to the courts. He's not losing gracefully. These people are pathetic and uh, they need to shut up. All right, let's go to the phones. You are live on the air. Hey guys, this is Bachvad calling from Wildwood. Uh, say again. Bachvad from Wildwood. So anyway, have you guys ever heard of this website called Reddit? Hi, Felicia. We don't have a delay on this on this radio station. We maybe we should, but you know, periodically I am I am forced to remind folks that this is a show for grown-ups. So you mom and dads out there, find something for your kids to do. Keep them off the phones. All right? I'm sure there's children programming at this time that they can be engaged in as opposed to, you know, calling in and trying to play in the grown-up room. Let them stay in the kids' room, mom and dads. All right. What else? What else did the Trumpster accomplish? Again, one of the things that, that continues to be a, a significant, significant event, especially in the last two elections, but even more so in this one, because you think that some of these pollsters would have actually learned lessons from the last election. But there was actually a poll, I think it was an ABC New York Times poll or some nonsense that had 
Biden up by like 16 points in Wisconsin. Um, had Susan Collins losing in Maine. Um, you know, I mean, some of these some of these polls are so absurd. There were polls that had Biden up by double digits. Um, you know, it, it, do these people actually actually think that they're going to have any credibility with the American public? I mean, we know that we know that the reason these polls exist in a lot of cases is to formulate public opinion, suppress voting. Um, if you're if you're living in Wisconsin and you're seeing that ABC and the New York Times says that Trump will lose by 16 points, then why would you even bother going out to vote? Right. It's a waste of time. Um, but, you know, you 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 want to be right once in a while. I mean, these people are wrong, and they're, and, they're, and they're wrong so often, and by such large numbers that the polling industry as such should just shut it down. Why bother? Nobody believes these polls anyway. Obviously, they have no impact. If, if they are indeed created to have an impact on the voting, i.e. depress the voting, it's certainly not working. It didn't depress Republican vote. The vote for Trump was bigger than he got in 2016. So if these polls, if these polls were meant to depress the vote, I think Trump blew them up. Trump blew a lot of things up here. He blew the mainstream media up that said he was a racist. He got the highest number of minority votes ever by a Republican president. Um, the the pundits I was watching CNN and a couple of the other stations saying that Trump, that, you know, Trump was going to be the poison for every Republican on the ballot, that turned out to be a, a joke as Republicans all over the place were getting reelected. Uh, the House lost no Republican seats. <laughs> so Trump basically blew up all of this nonsense. Uh, again, one of the things that happened as a result of this election is that nobody will ever believe pollsters again. Uh, but these are things that, again, you know, Trump being the 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 non-traditional politician uh, basically exploded all of these, you know, political pundits and political pollsters and so forth to the point where they, they have no value. But uh, again, do not minimize what's happened here, folks, in regards to the Senate in particular, okay? There will be no packing of the Supreme Court. There will be no Puerto Rico and Washington, D.C. estates. There will be no Green New Deal. AOC and her ilk can continue to whine because nothing is going to come out of their whining. None of this stuff will become legislation. Um, all of this is as a result of Trump, folks. So even if he's not reelected as president, his accomplishments in this election are significant. Do we have a caller? All right, let's go to the air. You're on the air. Hey, Mr. Hernandez, it's Charlie from uh, Chelsea Heights. All right, Charlie, how are you tonight? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Oh, I can't be any better. Yeah, you know, we can always be a little better. See how this voting thing turns out. But, yeah, uh, let's see. Listen, I wanted to talk uh, about the Atlanta County vote. I, uh, you know, I vote, I vote party line Republican all the time, uh, every year. Uh, and this year, though, for Van Drew, I was a little skeptical. Uh, I voted third party because I couldn't go for... Uh, Connie Kennedy and her, you know, those super socialist views. But, uh, you know, he, he flipped parties, and I was a little concerned uh, about that, that integrity. I wonder what your thoughts are on, the, on that. Well, we had uh, 
we had Congressman Van Drew as a guest on the program. Um, I think it was either two or three weeks ago. And uh, I don't know if you were listening that night, but he was very, I think I missed it. very, he was very eloquent about why he switched parties and, uh, and you know, what it means to be a Republican versus a, the Democrat. He, as I recall, one of the things he said was that the Democrat party's views left him behind. And the, and the most significant thing that the, that he disagreed with was the, the, the fake impeachment process that his party carried out. And I think that for him, that was the deciding factor. Yeah, I'm just, you know, it's hard to get through that. You know, I heard, I heard a couple things, nothing like verified, but he was like a undercover Democrat. If that was, you know, a couple things online I saw on Facebook, but I don't know if that's true or not. But, you know, he is a little slippery. He's slippier than my wife uh, after the Bukaki night on Halloween last week. Well, I th- you extended your your forty five seconds of fame into about fifty seconds. Appearing on the Voice of Freedom radio program seems to be a big event for the nitwit population of South Jersey. <laughs> All right. So far tonight, we're batting about though I don't know about five hundred on calls. What would you say, producer Rick? I just don't get it, okay? <laughs> I really don't. This is a private radio show, and let's have respect. If you don't like what happened in the election, I get it. But don't embarrass yourself, because you know what? Caller ID tells me who you are. <laughs> so I have every legal right to post your phone number on our Facebook page. So tempt me. Producer Rick is a is, you, you got producer Rick fired up now, Charlie from Chelsea or whatever the hell your name was. You All right, let's go from Cedarville. Let's go. <laughs> okay, Cedarville. So you said Westchester when you <laughs> called, but then your ID says Cedarville eight five six area code. All right, don't let's tempt see me. where we're at. We're almost we're almost at at our uh, at our guest Joe Girallo, our sitting councilman who is going to talk to us about his uh his campaign bid for uh atlantic county clerk um some of the things that i've been reading about what's happening in some of these battleground states and by the way why is it that only battleground states are having this issue none of the states that that were easy wins for one candidate or the other are having these mail-in ballot counting issues it seems like it seems like all the mail-in count issues are taking place in these battleground states <laughs> oh boy well we know what happened in pennsylvania right they're still counting votes and they'll and they're allowing votes to come in with a with three days past election day postmark which is already a bit of a joke um they were keeping observers away from the counting room, supposedly a, as much as 120,000 ballots were processed that uh, that the observers were not allowed to watch. Uh, this is Pennsylvania, and the, and the battle is still going on. I think uh, I think the Republicans the Republicans have a big legal contingent in PA, and uh, they they were able to get the observers to uh, to uh, uh, 
get a little bit closer to the counting process, which is good. Uh, in Wisconsin, I don't know if you saw this one, but in Wisconsin, 120,000 ballots mysteriously showed up at 3 o'clock in the morning after, after the observers had all gone home, by the way. So the observers had gone home. In the meantime, boxes show up at 120,000 ballots, and they get counted. They got counted, even though the observers had gone to bed already. So again, just 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 shenanigans. I mean, it's it's just stuff that makes you wonder. Uh, as, as Michael mentioned, uh, one of our callers mentioned about the integrity of this process. And Michigan observers were denied access altogether. Uh, they were told that they were not allowed in the room. Uh, Arizona had a so-called data error. Another another state where you know, shenanigans are going on. Michael says, Michael reminded us, Arizona was counted in Biden's column and then it was taken off Biden's column. Now it's back on Biden's column. But they had a data error that said that most of the votes had been counted when indeed it was only about 86% of the votes had been counted. So the process as, as it's taking place, again, it, it, is not, it is not what American voters expect it is not what what we want from our government in regards to the election process what's taking place here is something that you know we would expect to be happening in guatemala or chile or iran or you know one of the many banana republics that exist in africa and the continent of africa none of this stuff should be happening in the u.s of a the democrats have made this process a shambles and it's disgusting. I believe we had our we have our guest on hold, Councilman Giralo. How are you tonight, my friend? Uh, we're very good, Mr. Hernandez. I'm on my uh, on my way back from a Carver Township, uh, making campaign stops. Uh huh. You're already campaigning. As you know, uh, in my <laughs> world, the campaign never ends. Uh, you go from uh, one election to the other. Well, it, it and it seems that that's the way elections work these days. You know, the the campaigning starts earlier and earlier. So you're 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 as it is, you're an early riser every day. So you're certainly going to be early to the campaign bus. That's for sure. Well, uh, you know, the letters are in the mail. The announcements all took place yesterday, and uh, we're certainly underway. Uh, fundraising began today. Mm-hmm. Um, no secrets to any of this. And uh, as you know, uh, Otto, uh, I've been in politics for a long time, and uh, I do believe that the early bird gets the worm. So uh, that's why I'm out there. Now, just we have a lot of listeners that are, that are not Hamiltonian, so let me give them a little, a little um, background as to what we're, you and I are talking about. You are a, a councilman. The town of Hamilton. Have been how long have you been on council in the, in in Hamilton? Uh, January January. I begin my uh, sixth year. Okay, and you have announced just this week that you are running for. Go ahead. I'll let you make the uh, the announcement. My announcement for the position of Atlantic County Clerk. Mm-hmm. Um, that is in next November's election, and uh, I'm an announced candidate and. Uh, We'll take it from there. And 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 tell me, Joe, because you and I talk off the record a lot uh, about politics. You and I both have the, I guess, the same. Maybe 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 I maybe mine isn't as as much as yours. Maybe I should look up to you in this regard. Your passion for politics. My passion. 
My passion might be a little different than yours, but uh, I guess we share a passion. But anyway, what, what drove you? What has motivated you to seek this particular office? Well, I have uh, had my eye on running for the, the county clerk's office for the last four or five years. Mm-hmm. Um, and lately, um, there's 554 reasons to run. <laughs> uh, and 554 reasons to run are because uh, the, the sitting county clerk has once again screwed up an election in the 3rd District freeholder race mm-hmm. uh, where people that got ballots shouldn't have gotten ballots. People that got ballots shouldn't have. Um, that district will most likely have to re-vote and have a special election probably sometime in December. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is not the first time that the sitting county clerk has done that. Part of the problem is you actually have to go to work when you're the county clerk. Um, <laughs> something that uh, uh, I promise to the taxpayers of, uh, of Atlanta County that uh, I will be there. Uh, as you mentioned, I'm up by four every morning. Um, when I go to work, they'll know who I am. They won't ask me to sign in because they haven't seen me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm prepared <laughs> and ready to go. Uh, county clerk, as the judge said the other day, when he refused to get on the phone with the ballot screw up, said, I'm sorry, but the buck stops with you, the county clerk. Mm-hmm. And um, clerk refused to come to the phone. Uh, very, very upsetting, very disheartening um, to, to take your salary and, uh, and, and disenfranchise voters, uh, what you were speaking about earlier in the program. Mm-hmm. I don't care what party you are. I am appalled when I see that go on, and I think that your vote should be counted. Now, as of election night, we were told in Atlantic County there was 10,000 un- uncounted ballots. Well, as of about two hours ago, we've now been told there's approximately 35,000 uncounted ballots in Atlantic County. Wow. So how we went from 10,000 48 hours ago to 35,000, 48 hours later, I guess we should all question whose desk were they under? Well, they're, and, were, they're, uh, either, they're either lying or they're so inept that they weren't keeping proper track. I'm not sure which is worse. I totally agree, and it's disgusting. This is not 1925. This is 2020. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's disgusting. Uh, a lot of money is spent in elections. I've been a candidate many, many times over the last 30 years. And you put your guts into it. You put your life into it. You put your family on hold. Only to now, 48 hours after the election, A, not know that the election's over, and um, the county clerk won't give us any answers. And I find that appalling. I've had calls from people on both sides of the aisle. They find it disgusting. Mm-hmm. And quite frankly, I personally find it appalling, disgusting. And when you work for the public, you're accountable to the public. So no, it's, chairman it's, yesterday, it's unacceptable. Yesterday, it's unacceptable. Oh, totally. <laughs> Yesterday, county, uh, the Republican county clerk, the, the Republican county um, chairman has called for his resignation mm-hmm. because this is not the first election ballot issue 
that he has screwed up. It is now the sixth different time. Mm-hmm. This cannot continue on. Um, personally, don't think you're going to see voting machines come back in fashion uh, as long as Governor Murphy is governor. And the problem is we're not set up to do paper ballots and a mail-in system. Right. It may work some places. It's not working here. And in order to be a candidate, to continue to go through screw-up after screw-up after screw-up, now uncalled for because people will absolutely lose faith in the system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, Joe, I, I don't think it's working anywhere. I mean, as is, as is evidenced by the fact that they're still counting votes. And, and, you know, I don't know if you were listening a while ago, but I was kind of reading the laundry list of, of grievances uh, that, that the president has about what's happening in a lot of these places where, where votes are, are being counted by hand. This whole, this whole situation of hand-counting ballots and using COVID as the excuse um, was flimsy to begin with. And again, it, it's, it, it's not just a voter fraud potential, which we know is ridiculously great, right? But think about this. You know, th- there, there are also errors that are due to the human factor here. It's not, it's not necessarily people that are trying to cheat. It's just people that are incompetent or dumb or overwhelmed or tired, and they're going to make mistakes, and, there, and as you said, there's way too much at stake. There, there's so much money spent in elections, you know, from the local to the national. Okay. Well, I mean, and, just and, take, a look, take, take a look, Otto, at South Carolina with Lindsey Graham. Oh, my God, the money that One, poured in to, to defeat the guy. $106 million. Yeah. And it was, and it was mostly, and it was mostly coming in from outside of the state, probably coming in from, from the tech the tech group or low or globalists or Soros people, who the hell knows? Um, but yeah, Lindsey Graham, McConnell, the, the the money that poured into little tiny Maine to to defeat Susan Collins, the the money right. that the money that poured into into little tiny Maine to to take out little little tiny Susan Collins. God bless her. Every time I hear her talk, I I feel <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, poor Susan Collins. Look what they're trying to do to the girl. You know, you kind of, I kind of feel bad for her because. She's a likable person, you know, even though I don't necessarily like how she votes all the time. But uh, the amount of money that, that, that the left poured into this election, um, and, and then we get this nonsense on the back end, um, you know, with having, with having overworked people counting votes at 2 in the morning, um, you know, and again, how much of it is cheating and how much of it is just human error? It's hard to it's not, hard it's hard to know. Not acceptable. Not acceptable in 2020. No. Not acceptable. No. No. I don't care what party you are. Not acceptable. J- Joe, if we it was happening, if it was happening in Bolivia, or or Guatemala, we'd we'd be criticizing it. We'd be criticizing Correct. it. The UN would be sending observers there for crying out loud to make sure that human rights weren't being violated and people weren't being shot for voting for the wrong guy. In the meantime, it's happening here. <laughs> it's yeah, happening in America. And, and, and some people are just smiling about it. Yeah. They're just smiling about it. Um, really disgusting. No. Really, really, uh, you know, and, and as I said earlier this evening, uh, when I was in a Carver Township, 
we're, when you opened the machine, you had a Democrat and a Republican, and you got a printout, and the numbers came off of the machine, and that was it. Mm-hmm. The party was over. Uh, here we are, 48 hours, and some of the emails that I've seen, we may not know till Thanksgiving, even in Atlantic County, counting provisionals, counting this, looking at this. Um, my, my big issue has been uh, I've run around with two ballots in my hand. My deceased father, two years. Mm-hmm. Ballots. Ballots mailed to his home after the county clerk's office was called and told, make sure his name comes off the rolls after the primary, and received a ballot again for the general. Mm-hmm. Nobody could tell me how many of them ballots got mailed in. Mm-hmm. How many of those ballots were mailed in? Yep. Oh no, I've I've so, spoken I've spoken with a bunch of people that received multiple ballots. I, I, I don't know if you were listening at the beginning of the show, but I, I was in the post office today and I was speaking with one of the post office folks and they were telling me one of the girls that works there uh, has been married and divorced twice, and she got three ballots in the mail, two to her previous married names and one to her single name. <laughs> so well, I guess she could vote know. she could vote three times for one of <laughs> for one of her three marriages or whatever, you know. I mean well, I, it's, it's nonsense. It's it's, it's it's just nonsense. Wow. You know, whatever happened to one person, one vote, you know, this is this is the way it's supposed to work. But they have well, made, they have made a shambles out of it. They have made a shambles out of it. You, you well, take, a, take a look at Michigan, Otto. Yep. They voted at 120 percent, 127,000 people above what was on the registered roll mm-hmm. voted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and Wisconsin, uh, they had the same thing happen in Wisconsin reportedly, where they had 105 or 110 percent more votes than than they have people registered to vote. Which means you're either having people vote multiple times or you're having dead people vote or some combination thereof. Well, um, no matter who, who becomes the president, and I say that tongue-in-cheek, Otto, no matter who becomes the president, they will be illegitimate in 50% of the people's eyes in this country. You better believe it. I, I don't think there's going to be one state. I don't think there's going to be one state where we can, where we can trust the total not this not this year not this election so no matter who the president is they will be they will fight being illegitimate from the day they're sworn in mm-hmm. and that's sad for our country absolutely absolutely you know what happens at the next election i mean they they, they all of these things we we expect more we deserve more we deserve better uh i can't say that enough and uh, the country that invented democracy in in the Western world should not have to be dealing with this stuff in the year 2020. It's no. it's, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Totally agree, Otto. I, nobody's going to agree with you more than me. Um, I, I've been through enough elections in my lifetime, and I've always taken what the results are as the results. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. I don't know that personally I'm going to take the results of any election, top to bottom whether they are really the results this trip well and 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 you know and and why would any why would any candidate accept the results without multiple challenges and multiple recounts if if the recounts are within or, you know within the 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 number range that a recount is valid 
um, you know, court challenges and so on and so forth, the, the, the numbers are going to be so inexact, you know, and, and that I don't know where the margin for error would be. You know, if you have, if you have a, 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 an election decided, as, as we're seeing in some of these states, where regardless of whether Trump wins or Biden wins, the margin is going to be 1% or 2%, right? Correct. What's the, what's the margin for error in that 1% or 2%? Well, you I know, when, once you get once you get to one percent or two percent, the margin for error means that 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 election could have gone either way. It, it's correct. It, I was I was told today by some election officials that when they count votes, it's just an estimate. <laughs> I wish you could have saw the look on my face. Oh my it's god! Just an estimate. So it's. An estimate. Uh, that person. I don't buy that story either. Yeah, that person is doesn't quite understand their role. You know, a, an estimate. I, again, we're not we're not in Iran. We're not you know we're not in the old Soviet Union where it didn't really matter what the count was. It was predetermined who was going to win. I mean, and then the count was formulated just to kind of back up who who the person was that was going to win. There's no such thing as yeah. an estimate. Okay, it's binary. This is this is a binary process. There there is no gray area in voting. It's binary. You vote for one or the other. There is no gray area. It's so not a, it's, it's so black there should be. There's no gray area. Yeah. It doesn't say gray next to my name. It's no. black or white. And it doesn't and, um, say uh, you know I kind of like them both, so I'll you know I'll vote in between. I mean there, <laughs> there's no, no there's no estimation. There's none none of that. I mean. It's a binary process, which means the count should be exact. It should not be an well, estimate. It should be exact. And that's I the only way you ensure the integrity of this process. They have damaged it. Obviously, the Democrats are, the, are behind this, and, and I can't say it enough. Uh, they, they perpetrated this sham on the American people under the guise of, of COVID, uh, changing the election laws on the fly without having them vetted. Nobody vetted these changes. Um, nobody, nobody tested these changes. You know, nobody knew whether the system could handle these changes. Nobody, nobody ever tested whether the system could handle a fully mail-in election. Um, so none of it was vetted. Everything, everything was a crapshoot from the jump. Um, and, and this has been a, a, a total sham that's been perpetrated on the American people. Yeah, you're right, and um, I, I always harken back to my early days on the planning board when I asked the solicitor a question one time, and he said to me, how would you like me to interpret that, for you or against you? <laughs> elections, <laughs> elections have consequences, and as you said, there's no gray area. So it's not like I almost like Otto. Well, uh, there's not, it's not a one to ten, so... How, how do you want me to interpret this exactly. for you or against you? Right. Um, I mean, I was born at night, but quite frankly, it wasn't last night. And um, it's disgusting. And um, I'm sorry. I think that we, as Americans, deserve better. You better believe it. And that we really deserve better. And this sham has to go away. This sham has to go away. We're very rural in South Jersey and Atlantic County compared to Hudson County or Passaic or the Oranges. Can you imagine the free-for-all there? Mm -hmm. Can you imagine the free-for-all? Yeah. Well, that's, uh, just think of Philly. 
Just oh. ju- just extrapolate Philly to some of those cities that you've mentioned in New Jersey. I well, mean, I, I mean, Philly has a history. Too. Philly has a history of cor- of tremendous election corruption. Um, sure. And and you know and and many of those cities in North Jersey have the same history. And that and that's before and that's before we said let's do everything by mail, let's hand count, let's hit, let's start counting by hand. <laughs> good, well, Otto, good grief! Answer me this in Philadelphia. Answer me this in in the last presidential election. There were districts that Donald Trump got absolutely zero votes. Mm-hmm. Zero votes. You mean to tell me that? Someone didn't go in there even unconsciously and pull yeah, a lever by mistake. by mistake. By mistake. One, one out of five or six thousand in the polling district. Um, yeah, they I can't got, even they can't even cheat well. I I remember the uh, the Mitt Romney and Obama election. There were districts in in Philadelphia where Romney didn't get a single vote. You know, again, if you're going to cheat, at least at least you know. Give a semblance that you're not that you're not treating everybody like a total fool. Give Romney a few votes, okay? You don't have to give him zero. <laughs> well, if your totals are three thousand to zero, uh, people are going to suspect there was a little shenanigans there. You know, <laughs> if you're going to cheat, at least I- do it well. You know what I mean? If I'm going to give you, if you're going to steal the answers to one of my tests, Joe, don't get a hundred. Okay, miss a couple. Get a, get a 90. Well, you know, Otto, listen, I always say this. He who has the pencil in a card game wins. So um, just keep that in mind. He who has the pencil wins. <laughs> yes, indeed. Joe, I wish you all the best. And you, and you know that you're going you. to have all my support. Uh, in, in the upcoming months, and, and I, I'm going to have you on the program a handful of times between now and next November, obviously. We've got lots of time to talk, to talk more politics, both, uh, both local, county, and, and national. And, uh, you know, I, I, I always love what you bring to the program. Great ideas and great opinions, and uh, wish you all the best. And I'm, and, and, Thank you and, so much. And from a personal point of view, I'm glad to see that you are, you know, moving from the local to a bigger to a bigger stage. I think it's, uh, I think it's well-deserved and I think it's well about time for you to do that. So. And I appreciate that Otto. And, um, it's something that, uh, my family's on board with, I'm on board with, and, um, God willing the people, the people of, of Atlantic County. And, and, and first off the Republican convention will be in our corner and then on, on, on to a general election next year, this time. Yep. So, and hopefully God, we'll be God voting. Willing, we'll be voting in person I, next November. <laughs> yeah, I agree, but God willing, I'm ready to go Otto. Yes, you are. All right, Joe, listen, God bless and have a great night. Thank I appreciate, so appreciate, appreciate your coming on tonight. Thank you, Otto. Talk to you soon. All right. We're going to take a commercial break. And we will be back for the last 15 minutes of the program. So let me give out the numbers one more time. We got time for a call after our commercial break. 609-593-9654. 609-593-9654 is our number. And we'll be right back. It may be hard to believe, but people just like you are already saving money. FeedThePig.org makes it easy. Their simple savings plan teaches you how to start saving without going overboard. So you don't need to start foraging wild berries. I was skeptical, but these are actually pretty good. 
You don't need to sell your soul to the devil. Fifteen bucks is the best I can do. You just need FeedThePig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at FeedThePig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Welcome to Calvin's Barbershop. You all got to see this. I don't even want to know what you're looking at on that phone. Well, you should. I was learning about the dangers of high blood pressure and that we need to get ours checked regularly. High blood pressure can increase the risk of heart attack or stroke, but this text program can help keep it at a healthy range. Just text Barbershop to 97779 to sign up. I'll get right on it as soon as I'm done with this baby panda video. (laughs) Text Barbershop to 97779. A message from the American Heart Association and the Ad Council. It may be hard to believe, but people just like you are already saving money. FeedThePig.org makes it easy. Their simple savings plan teaches you how to start saving without going overboard. So you don't need to start foraging wild berries. I was skeptical, but these are actually pretty good. You don't need to sell your soul to the devil. Fifteen bucks is the best I can do. You just need FeedThePig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at FeedThePig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Welcome to Calvin's Barbershop. You all got to see this. I don't even want to know what you're looking at on that phone. Well, you should. I was learning about the dangers of high blood pressure and that we need to get ours checked regularly. High blood pressure can increase the risk of heart attack or stroke, but this text program can help keep it at a healthy range. Just text Barbershop to 97779 to sign up. I'll get right on it as soon as I'm done with this baby panda video. (laughs) Text Barbershop to 97779. A message from the American Heart Association and the Ad Council. Now back to Voice of Freedom with your host, Dr. Otto Hernandez. Councilman Duralo is a, a has been a frequent guest on the program since we've been on the air for, you know, the time that we've been on. What's it been, producer Rick, about seven, seven months, eight months now, thereabouts? Something like that. And he's been a great guest. Um, again, always, always got a great opinion, always t- can talk a little bit about politics at every level. And uh, without a doubt, one of the hardest working guys— uh, that I've ever met as far as his commitment to whatever role he's in in public service. Guy's in public service for the right reason, and and we appreciate people like that. Uh, we have a caller? Yes, we do. All right, you're live on the air. Hi, this is Missy from Philadelphia. Okay. Um, How are I'm you tonight? Calling. I'm, I'm okay. I was, uh, you know, I voted for Hillary in 2016, but since moving to Philly, you know, bad things happen here, and it's been really scary being a single woman in, in Philadelphia. So I've been a, a big proponent for our, our great president. But okay. I was really hoping you could help explain something to me. Um, I was listening to him speak today, and he was, you know, talking about all the great votes that he's been getting and, and, and the massive turnout, but he's still losing. So, I mean, I'm not great at math as a, as a woman. I was hoping you could do a, a little bit of a better <laughs> job in trying to explain this math and uh-huh. me, please. Okay. <laughs> go ahead i'm listening what exactly so what exactly is it you want me yeah, to explain yeah. to you missy yeah like i like in philly right he's talking about how he's getting all this or in pennsylvania all these voters coming out and but that the mainstream media has has suppressed everyone's vote so i just it doesn't really make sense to me if there's record turnout but also just you know suppression i, I just don't i just don't understand well i don't i don't know that there's any suppression going on i don't i don't remember hearing the president speak about suppression so i'm not sure what you're referring to um there hasn't been any suppression as far as i know they're counting votes that don't exist so 
I'm not sure what suppression there was. But thank you for your call tonight. All right, uh, let's see. What haven't we talked about yet tonight? Well, we haven't talked about state politics. Our own Governor Murphy and our own Governor Murphy never ceases to amaze. He came out today with the uh, with the edict that he will be taking new action because the COVID virus numbers keep going up. So expect our great governor to be shutting down more businesses in the upcoming weeks. I fully expect that. Uh, he hasn't shut anybody down lately. He hasn't put anybody out of business lately, so I expect he'll be doing that. <laughs> uh, the governor of California, though, Gavin Newsom, he, he's always at the top of the list of governors that, uh, you know, that, uh, that, love, that love being dict- dictatorial. Uh, he put out, I don't know if you saw this, Producer Rick, but he put out his Thanksgiving rules. Oh yes, I uh, yes I, I see. And his yes. <laughs> for those of you that haven't that haven't uh, been paying attention to our the, the governor of California, this guy's a real beauty. You know, he wants to eliminate the uh, gasoline cars in California, and you know. Uh, but uh, his Thanksgiving rules are such that you basically he's telling you not to have any kind of family Thanksgiving. No, not at all. Uh, if you do have it, you have to have it outside. Yes, regardless of the weather, can't last for more than two hours. Right. And get this one: he doesn't want any singing, mm-hmm. chanting, Mm-mm. or shouting. Nope. So and you gotta be, wear your mask in between and, in between bites. bites. You 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 cover your mouth, and when you know in between your bites of the turkey, you you you're allowed to take the mask uh, the mask down. <laughs> right. So. No singing, chanting, or shouting, which which basically means just about every any ethnic group uh, can't have any kind of family right. gathering. I, I mean, you know, those of us that are of Mediterranean descent uh, know that a family gathering without any shouting is it's, it doesn't no, it doesn't work. It doesn't, it, it doesn't work. I, I mean, and I and I, I guess up. and I guess there's going to be families that sing and chant when they get together. We, you know, maybe we, we didn't. I can tell you that much. But growing up as an Italian, if there was not shouting at one of the main holidays my mother and her sister would say what's wrong with you guys what's wrong what's wrong because that was just the way the men talk yes yes but he also did the the best kicker of all (laughs) gave the authority to the police department to just force themselves into your home if they see too many cars oh yeah they they don't have to have a warrant you you, they don't have to have anything they could just bust the door down you need you will need to to rent a limo or something to gather up all the family members and drop them off right. that way there's not a lot of cars parked outside right. and and you know the, this guy just like all the other guys the guy in new york they're encouraging their neighbors to be snitches yes so you know if your neighbor sees that you have a lot of people uh you know, having a lot of people for thanksgiving they're going to snitch you out well let's go to michigan my best friend lives in michigan if you're going to go to a restaurant, you must give them your name, address, and cell phone number. Mm-hmm. If not, they will refuse service to you because they must report I've, that. I've seen that. I've seen that in New Jersey and Pennsylvania. I haven't seen it here yet, so that's a first. I have been asked for my for my name and my my address and phone number, and the name and address and phone number of of a guest that I brought with me. Uh, and I and I asked why, and they and their answer was they want to be able to contact trace. Right. 
So, you know, and I give them my name and address. I, I couldn't care less. I'm not really going to be concerned with that, and, and I'm not going to make a fuss about it. But it's silly. You know, it's silly, it's, and it's but, trivial, and, and I don't quite know what good any of this does. But in today's world, if you go to a restaurant, and the restaurant have to realize you tested positive, mm-hmm. they're going to make the announcement because the guideline says they have to make the announcement. Yep. So then you'll know. Anybody that was in there, oh, I was there. Let me go get tested. I'm not giving my phone number, my address, or anything. The, no, the phone number I'll give and the address will be one of my parents' grave sites. Well, you can you can always give them a phony address and phone number. I mean, <laughs> I cannot believe people are allowing this. Uh, you know, it's this is what's going on now. This is the world we live in. So, All right, I think we have a caller, so we're going to go right to the phones. You're live on the air. Hello, you're live on the air. Hello, hello, hello. Yes. Hello. Didn't you call earlier tonight? Your voice seems familiar. No, sir. I'm uh, actually tired of this, some of the shenanigans people are pulling. They Is that right? Okay, so what are you, what are you, I'm going to give you about 10 seconds to tell me what exactly it is that you're calling about tonight. You know, you don't treat your other callers like this. Sure, 10 seconds. Okay, so, you know, you didn't really answer the suppression question. I mean, you know, the thing about that is you're you're saying all this stuff about how Republicans have won back the House and all this and all that. So are all those votes you generalize too? Thanks for your call. Thanks for listening. And yes, good night, Felicia. Yes, it was the same voice. <laughs> Come on, buddy. And he and you know what? He was he was lamer the second time than he was well, the first time. Not that he used a <laughs> six oh nine area code phone number the first time. And now this time he used an 856. So I know what you're doing. You're using Google to do that. So, again, uh, I'm going to post phone numbers. I already talked to my attorney about this. Producer Rick Producer Rick is on the prowl. Do, mean, not, do not upset Producer Rick. Calling with legitimate question and concern, I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> I don't care if you're Democrat or Republican. Don't call in and make a mockery out of the show is what my concern is. No, they they don't have enough intelligence to make a mockery out of the show. Uh, doctor, you got about four minutes. Well, you know, I think we had a good program tonight. A lot of great calls. Our oh, guest yeah, our guest was uh, our guest was uh, was outstanding as always, Joe Girallo. Yes, good man. Um, and again, many great callers tonight. I was very pleased with the calls by and large. Folks, don't uh, don't lose uh, don't lose hope. It's not decided yet and probably will continue to linger in the courts. So don't don't lose faith. Don't lose faith. And again, we talked about a lot of the positive things that have come out of this election. Things that the president was able to have a, a significant positive impact on. So if by chance the president doesn't win re-election, we move forward. We move forward. And there are, again, a lot of positive things that the Republican Party needs to take into consideration. We're going to be hard-pressed to find a replacement for Donald Trump, a guy with that level of charisma, that level of following. I think it's going to be very difficult to find. But, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. Do we have a call? All right, we'll take our last caller of the evening. You are live on the air. We're going to be hard-pressed to find a replacement for Donald Trump. Hello. Go ahead, John. John, you need to turn uh, you need to turn that uh, volume down in the background. I just did. sorry about that. No also. worries. How are How you tonight? Ah, oh, I've been just 
had a wonderful time as working the polls on Tuesday. Did you? I thought. Uh, well, I thought we did a pretty good job up in Spring City. Uh huh. But um, kept 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 I'm law and order. Kept law and order in the polling uh in the polling sites on the on yeah, election day I, in Spring City. I think we did. <laughs> I think we did. We we handed out ballpoint pens. We weren't handing out sharpies. Um, I did have a one gentleman come bring a sharpie and asked if he could use it. And I said, well, as long as it's black ink. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think about the bleeding through, but it yeah, was, it was his. We didn't hand them out. Um, things went pretty good, though. I mean, as far as uh, Republicans, they, uh, we did well. Um, I just, uh, I'm just sick about what's going on in Philadelphia, though, and some of the other cities around yeah. the nation. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I just don't understand why, why it's being allowed to happen. I don't understand why we don't bring in. Um, I don't know the military just to, and cease and desist it until we figure out what's going on. It's what what they're doing is is it, it's it's totally illegal. I mean, you're allowed to. Not well, but they have they have made a shambles of election law. Oh, it's it's horrible. I mean, yeah. to deny the the uh, Republican side to to um, witness or challenge. I mean, we had challengers in our polling place, and it mm-hmm. was not a problem. Um, but you know, there, there's there's checks and balances, but they're not allowing the checks and balances to, to work. It's all right. one sided. Right. And and why they're being allowed to get away with it, I don't understand it. I honestly do not understand why, you know, police aren't called in and this things, you know, that they, they, they don't stop it mm-hmm. until they figure out what's going on and say you need to have people here, and maybe they're. Maybe they're blaming COVID, but that's still, from what I hear, the barriers are way too far away. Nobody can actually actually witness ba- um, ballots, right? Um, which is part of the process. Yeah. that is part of the exactly. process. Exactly. I mean, if you're if you're going to have observers and they can't observe, <laughs> then you're not really yeah. having observers. You're just having sort of having people milling around, you know. Exactly. And you know, and the fact that they're they're putting obstacles up for observers makes you wonder what the hell they're doing. Exactly. I mean, what, exactly. what are they doing? I mean, if you, if you, if you have an issue with observers being in the room and, and actually, you know, making note of what's taking place, um, what are you, what are you concerned about? What exactly are you doing that you need to be concerned? <laughs> you know, if, if, Oh no, we're, we're watching John. What we're watching across the country is an election being stolen in real time. I, I don't see anything dif- any different with this than if an enemy was landing on the beaches, you know, their army's coming, and, and, and the soldiers are landing on the beaches. What, what are we going to do, sit around, wait for the courts to decide, yep. and let them come on the beach? Mm-hmm. Or are we going to arm ourselves and fight back? And I, right now, that's what we're at. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we're at a war that is, um, they're denying our, our process. Yeah. The whole, pro- the founding part of what made our country so unique they are denying it, and I know they're going to swing it around and blame Trump. And oh, Trump's overreacting with this right. and that. Well, we're already seeing that, and and our, our some of our own people are saying he's overreacting. Some of the yeah. some uh, of, some not. of our own Repo- elected Republicans are not, are not you know, and this has been going on since he was elected. But we have a lot of elected Republicans who just simply don't have the guys back. That's, that's and, true. and yeah, none of them. Where where are they right now in this? Pro- why aren't they speaking up about what's taking place? I don't. I haven't heard a single re- elected Republican Mm-mm. 
that has stand uh, that has stood up to defend the president or to or to question the integrity of what's taking place nope. in these in these counts. Where are these people? The only the only ones I've heard from I've heard them say that Trump shouldn't be overreacting and should let the process take place. <laughs> yes, like our former governor. One of them one of them was on TV today saying that Trump shouldn't shouldn't talk. He should just let the attorneys talk. So, you know, the guy's getting his pocket picked, but he should just sit there and take it and let him and let him pick the other pocket. <laughs> and not and not say anything. Uh, this is these are the Republicans that uh, you know that we have. We don't have a lot of Republicans that have any courage, unfortunately. Well, you know, a lot of them have deep pockets too, and they're part of the deep state. They're part, part of, of they're the part of the they're part of the of the of the, the whole process, and uh, they weren't all that happy when you know when Trump got elected in the first place. They didn't want an outsider coming in and upsetting the apple cart because they all feed off that same cart. The Democrats and the yeah. Republicans, the elected ones, feed off the same cart. You know, they're all they're all at at some level equally corrupt. Well, I, I heard tonight, maybe you already talked about it earlier, with um, a couple of the people from the Postal Service were calling in saying they were being told to uh, backdate ballots. Oh God, I hadn't heard that. One. Yeah, uh, I, I heard that. Oh God, I heard that. Oh yeah. God. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, it's, I mean, there is no limit. There is no limit to what you can do here. I mean, more than likely, yeah. we'll we'll continue to hear new things that they are using to to end run this process. Um, that's yeah. a new one. Yeah, that's a, that's a new one. I hadn't heard that, but you know, why not? Why not? Well, I heard. I heard it twice today it was two different people called in um well i mean the postmark in, uh, i mean in, in a lot of these cases the postmark is going to, is going to be what determines whether the vote is so-called valid or not so if they don't put the right postmark on it and the right the right date then <laughs> let it go let it go another couple of days i mean right. when does it end when, uh, you know where does, at what point in time is enough enough with this stuff but well, they, no. they, you know, they couldn't get rid of Trump for four years. They tried everything. Right. Um, so this was their, this was their last ditch effort. And guess what? This one worked. Yep. This well, one worked. And we saw it coming. It's not like we didn't no, see it coming. As soon, as, soon yeah. as they wanted to pull off the, the mail-in stuff and, and everybody kind of acquiesced, um, we saw it coming. I mean, it was, this was extremely predictable as far as the, the, the level of voter fraud um, you know, and this is exactly what they wanted, exactly what they wanted as the outcome. Well, they, they, you know what? They took a long time in doing this. I mean, they got people in the right places. You, you know, I don't know who's in their pocket, but it seems like people in the FBI and people at high levels of, of the process that will, would prosecute are, are looking the other way. Yeah. Um, geez, you got the, you got the state Supreme court here in Pennsylvania changing the voting law. Mm-hmm. They can't do that, but yeah. yet they did. And well, they're elected. I mean, those are those judges, and you know, Pennsylvania elects their judges, and uh, oh yeah, and they're Democrats. I mean, so you might as well you might as well just have another Democrat operative sitting in sitting in the courtroom with the robe on. They don't care about the law. Well, they're the they're they're Democrats judges. first, and they're judges second, and that's the that's the way they look at their at their role. True. But then, how do you pull, how do you pull them in? How do you what, the process is to get the federal government involved? But at this point, that's like let's keep pouring the poison into the water and let the people drink it. Yeah. You, know, you know you're doing it. You're watching them do it. But 
just keep drinking the water. It, yeah. It's, oh, it's making me sick. I've, I've been kind of. No, I mean, I, I and you're day. you're not you're not alone. I mean, the the level of anger um, from people that I talk to is 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 remarkable. I mean, I just I talk to so many people that are so angry. I, I don't know if you were listening when when Councilman Duralo called in. But, uh, you know, people are just angry about what's taking place. And I, and I don't think we should forget it. I think, I think good Republicans and good Americans, regardless of whether they're Democrat or Republican, should be very, very angry at what's taking place here. It's, well, it's, it's an attack on our country. It's an attack on the integrity of, of our democracy. I, uh, that's it. Exactly. The integrity... And this country was not designed to have dishonest people run it. Yeah. Um, when you get dishonesty at that level, I mean, we're doomed. Yeah. We really are, because there's no way to prosecute. There's no way to stop it. Nope. I mean, I guess no. Trump could, could declare martial law, bring the military in, and stop everything until it gets straightened out. Mm-hmm. But now, what you're seeing, what you're seeing is is you know what happens in in totalitarian regimes. Soviet Union, yeah. Communist China, you know, you have a bunch of elites uh, who don't answer to anyone, and those elites basically call the shots, and the rest of yeah. us eat dirt, you know, and, and uh, this is, you know, becoming becoming a totalitarian type of situation in this country. It's, it's very sad. It's yeah. very, very sad. It is. John, I appreciate your call, my yeah. friend, you know, and we want to keep it yeah. positive. So stay positive. Brian. Stay positive. You know, let's let's all do what we can on our end here. Um, and exactly. again, a lot lot of good stuff came out of this election. A lot of positive stuff to move forward with as as conservatives. So that's true. We're not we're not ready to give up the ship just yet. I'm not waving a white flag, no matter what. That's true. I know. I agree with you there, Otto. I just would like. It's so frustrating. It's like you see it happening. It's like. Why are we continue? You know, if yep. if the dam breaks, you want to you want to plug the stop the water from coming out. Yeah, you know what I mean. And and the water just keeps pouring in, and we just keep going about like nothing's wrong. Yeah. I mean, now yes, this this is this, this we're we're right now we're in a tidal wave. This is unstoppable at oh, this, this point. Is, uh, it's a it's lost. This is a lost cause at this point. We are not going to reverse it. We're not going to put a stop in it. Uh, the only thing we can do, hopefully, is is take the positives out of it and and learn from it and do better moving forward as a country. And you know, and I think and I think a lot of people are very angry with what's taking place, and we need to translate that anger into action. The lefts don't have exactly. any problem translating their anger into action. You know, they they loot and riot and everything else. I don't. I'm not yeah. ad, not advocating that we do that. There are there are significant number of ways that we can take our anger and make action out of it without you know breaking laws I mean, <laughs> breaking laws we'll leave know. we'll leave the law breaking to the leftists but uh you know and that's what they've been doing that and they're saying if, if we don't get our way it's going to continue I oh mean, yeah what kind of what's oh, yeah. that all about nobody's calling them on it nobody's like, nobody them in jail i mean nobody you know it, nobody and, and know. nobody on our side calls them on it Tucker Carlson. No, I mean, there's a there's a handful of people on TV that call him on it, but I don't hear enough politicians call him on it. John, we're we're running up against the end of the yeah. program as as always. I truly yeah. appreciate Thanks, your call. Otto. You're always a great caller. Always bring a lot to the table. Thank you very much, folks. That comes. We've come to the end of our show tonight. Again, another great episode. Voice of Freedom Radio program. 
let's see what happens in the next week or so with this whole fiasco, <laughs> for lack of a better word, that our, that our national election has turned into. Uh, stay positive, folks, okay? And we'll catch up with you next week, fill you in on everything that's happened. All right? So have a great night, and we'll talk to you soon. Join us again next Thursday at 7 p.m. for another edition of Voice of Freedom with Dr. Otto Hernandez. WNJH Radio, its owners and associates, take no responsibility for the opinions or statements made by the talk show host or their guests. Statements or show topics are not necessarily the beliefs of this site or the radio station, and opinions between talk show hosts may conflict. This site does not endorse anything as the truth. That you will have to judge for yourself. But we try to speak the truth on the owner's behalf and reserve the right to question the supposed truth. It is sometimes hard to get the truth, but we must try. It is not our intention to libel, discriminate, make hate, or annoy anyone. This site takes no responsibility for the opinions of others in the postings of comments in chat rooms or forum posts.